0: You are listening to the Fur Road Christian Church Podcast. Our mission is to love God and love people. For more information about Fur Road, visit furroadcc.org. That is org. Now for this week's message. God has blessed me with a lot of talents, but speaking is not necessarily one of them. But when it comes to talking about GNPI, I am passionate about that, so I can speak on that, and I hope that you are blessed through the words that I that I bring and share with you today in regards to GNPI. It's a treat to be here. I've been gone the last five weeks, kind of feels like years, but to me, the treat today is to have the Beringers here. Uh, Karen Isaac. Good to have you guys back and and to see you. Another fabulous treat for me is to have my parents, Zydan and Helen Nutt, to be here joining with us. Uh, I I thought about letting dad come and speak because he is gifted and talented in that area, but I I thought, you know, I need to do this. So, but really appreciate them. And I'll talk about them just slightly in, in my message later, but they are the founders of Good News Productions International. And so all of the work that you will hear about that GNPI is, is doing and the, how the world's being impacted through our outreach is thanks to them and their vision originally to create GNPI, uh, to share the word with, with people around the world. But uh, I think most of you know, Marla, my wife and I, we have been at this church in this congregation literally uh, from the beginning of Fur Road. And so not only have I been blessed to raise my family here and to be a part of this congregation for all these years, but also blessed because Fur Road has been a fabulous supporter of GNPI for a long, long, long time. So was gonna, uh, I'll, I'll come back to that here, here in a little bit, but before we jump into talking about GNPI, there's some things that I've had on my heart that I just wanted to share with you in regards to, to missions in general. And there's one word that I would like for you guys when you leave today, if you don't remember anything else that I say, I would like for you to remember this one word and not just today when you leave, but over the next week, because I'm gonna challenge you with that word when we leave here. But I want you to remember that as Karen and Isaac share and as uh, Greg and Rondi share what they're doing and, and the other missionary groups that we have come and, and visit with us, because there's a direct correlation between this word and, and missions. And this word is others. And I just, it's a very simple word. We're going to spend, you know, as, as Jacob said, this entire month in focusing on the missionaries that we partner with. But please remember this word. When I think of another word, missions, which we are celebrating this, this entire month, uh, I can't help but think of Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20, which says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You know, in this commission to go, Jesus was specifically telling the people that he was talking to, to go out and to focus on others. I have several illustrations or stories that I wanna share with you that I think exemplify the word others. And I think they're important to share with you today as we talk about missions and and what we do. But just last week, I had the opportunity to be up in in Montana and went to a church there that I I had not anticipated going to, but ended up hearing a wonderful sermon there. And the, the preacher used the word joy and if you all have ever seen the acrostic for the word joy, it is Jesus, others, and you. The the J is for Jesus, O is for others, Y is for you. And so after and his point was after we get our hearts right with God in order to attain joy if you will or to bring joy into your life, one way to do that is by focusing first on Jesus, focusing next on others, and who comes last? Me, you, us. So I think if you, if you follow that kind of as a pattern in your life, I think you will find that, that focusing on Jesus and others will help bring you that joy that we've talked about. Uh, it, it was mentioned a little bit ago, I was born and raised on a mission field. And from the time that I started walking, even before I really knew or understood and had a relationship with Jesus, The example that my parents gave for me was always serving others. They didn't neglect us by any, you know, uh, circumstance because we were others to them. But the thing that I will always remember about mom and dad and their service there in Rhodesia or Zimbabwe was them and the Marshalls and the Martins and other missionary families that were there working together were always focused on others. They weren't focused on themselves, but regardless of what time of the day or night it was when somebody would come to the door and needed some stitches or needed something done, it was always with that mindset that they were there to serve others. And I really, really appreciated that, that example that, that they gave uh, for me and continue to do so over the years. Well, another story that just kind of came to my mind when I think of others, I was standing in line at a checkout it was actually about 12 out or twelve years ago to the day, not too long after the Joplin tornado. And there were several people there in the checkout line and they were just going on and on about just how amazed they were at the number of volunteers that came to the Joplin area and were selflessly giving to help people they didn't even know. And one lady made the comment that it's a shame that it takes a devastating tornado To bring out the good in people. And while that, you know, while while what she said was true, the thing that came to my mind and has stuck with me since that was that to me, when we take the focus off of ourselves and we focus on others, that's when the good in people comes out. And that's when we have the opportunity to be the hands and the feet of Jesus and share share with with others. Uh just last week I got or a little over a week ago, but I got to witness missions in action. And there were several from this congregation that sacrificially gave of their time, driving 26 and a half hours one way to go up and to lay 2000 concrete blocks all in an effort Focused on helping others. Five of us from Joplin went out to Montana to build bathrooms for the Kootenai Christian Service Camp. This camp, as you can maybe, you probably can't read it in that picture, but it was started right at 70 years ago on the beautiful lakes of a, uh, or the shore of a small lake called Mary Ronan. The camp is, it's absolutely gorgeous. You can see the pine trees, the grass this time of year is lush and beautiful. But Art, Steve, Pat, Larry, and myself went up there with the sole purpose of helping to construct this building that you see in the pictures that will be playing there there behind me. Not because any of our family or friends will ever be able to go to camp there and benefit from it, but because we were let know of a need, we had a passion to serve, and we had the God-given abilities to do the work, and it was all for the benefit of others. I don't know about you, but I'm really proud of those guys that gave of their time to go and to do that. I'm really proud of you guys as a church for all of the years and, and the support that you have given to serve missions, for the outreach that, that takes place here from Fur Road. But just proud of you for the investing and in the supporting of missions by encouraging others. Well, several years ago, there were several of you who are here today that had an opportunity to go up to Pine Haven, or in Montana, it was not at this actual camp, but Pine Haven Christian Children's Ranch and School, uh, where we took the mission trip, they are the ones who oversee this ranch, or this this camp rather, the ranch oversees that. And while we were there, we had a special privilege of seeing Richard and Tiffany Jett. Uh, Several of you know, uh, or several of you will know those names, Tiffany, her mom and dad, were actually members of this church in the very first year or two that it was birthed when she was born. So she's grown up here. And while the church doesn't necessarily support them financially, they are there at the ranch doing mission work uh, to help the kids. And so one night, we got back from the, the the camp really late. It was about an hour and a half drive to get back to the ranch. We cleaned up. Would have been so much easier for Larry and I just to go to bed but we had an opportunity to run up the hill and to visit with Richard and Tiffany. And here's, here's kind of how the visit went. They said, you know, it's been a really tough year, but after spending some time and having prayer with them, Richard sent this note back to me. And he said, it was so good to see you. Your all's visit came at the right time. Your visit just helped to know that God knows and sees and cares would be great to talk with you more in the near future. Like I said, it would have been so much easier for Larry and I just to have cleaned up. We were dead tired and just gone to bed. But we took the few minutes to focus on others and went up and saw Richard and Tiffany. And I felt, and I think they felt, like it was God bringing us together for that specific time to encourage them. And so while I'm not trying to... to, I I just want you to know that when we take that extra little bit of time to focus on others, there are blessings to them, but there are also blessings to you as well. So you can't separate, in my mind, missions and others. They go hand in hand, and there's no way to do one without focusing on the other. But I will switch gears now and would like to share with you about Good News Productions International. And what GNPI does is create media to share Jesus. Very simple. Got a question, though, for you. Does anyone have a guess as to how long Fur Road Christian Church has supported Good News Productions International? How many? Forty? 42 years. Forty-two years. You guys are, are almost right right square on. Almost since the very beginning of Fur Road Christian Church. I think it was December 31st, 1982, that Fur Road sent their first check to Good News Productions to start supporting them. And over those years, this church has invested over $117,000 in the ministry of GNPI to help in reaching the rest of the world. To me, that is phenomenal. And I don't know if anybody else is gonna clap, but I'm gonna clap for this church. <laughs> so how, how does GNPI advance the kingdom? We advance the kingdom through, as I said a moment ago, creating media and sharing Jesus. Well, let's, let's talk about creating media here for just a minute. Why, why do we use media? Well, I could give you a whole story about dad being in Africa and how impactful media was in their particular ministry and how it later uh, was the catalyst that brought about GNPI. But uh, there are three words that I wanna focus on today that really accentuate why we use media and all three of them happen to start with the letter R. The first one is retention. One of the reasons that we use media to share the gospel is the simple reason that it helps us remember and retain things a lot better. As you can see on the chart there behind me, the column on the left, if you hear something only by itself, you have probably about a 10% chance of remembering what you heard. If you see something by itself only, then it jumps up a little higher. You have about a 20% chance of remembering what you saw. That's why a lot of you guys, I will see you, you know, taking notes during Jacob's sermon. And the reason you do that is because it helps you remember better later. And you can go back and reference what you wrote because you can see what you had heard him say earlier. But if you put those two things together, the hearing and the seeing, then the, probabl- probabl- probably, the probability jumps to about 65% that you will remember what you see. So media helps in retention. It also is because it's relevant. So I'm gonna do a little exercise here, just asking for your uh, participation, but raise your hands if you have a cell phone. The vast majority as I assumed would be the case. Raise your hand again then if you have ever heard or know anything about YouTube, Facebook, or TikTok. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much same scenario. Well, the, the reason that I asked those questions is because in order to share media, you have to have relevant technology and you have to have the right tools to be able to communicate with the people so that they can see the media that we have. So having that relevant technology is essential in the work of GNPI to be able to share the gospel message and not just the work of GNPI, but the message of our church as well. We use media all the time to communicate, even with you guys. So we have retention, we have relevance, and the third word is reach. We all know that media can have a a broad reach. It can reach anywhere, about any time. I can instantly record a video on my phone and send it to my friends on the other side of the world and they can see it almost immediately. So media is effective. It's efficient and can reach almost anywhere. So just in recapping those words, media helps us to remember the information best. Media is highly accessible in this day and age and media is effective in reaching people around the world. That's why GMPI uses media to share the gospel so, for over 46 years now, GNPI has been building up teams that focus on creating this media we've been talking about and producing the media in various parts of the world. Two of the key uh, foundation principles, if, if you will, of GNPI is that we always want to be culturally relevant and the fact that we know and realize that nationals know best. That's why all of our teams around the globe are led by nationals who are from those countries. So here's a slide that will show you the faces of those nationals. And I could go around the screen and I could talk about the, on your uh, bottom left, Manny Massey from India, Sergei uh, from Ukraine, Gustavo Nanette, Mike who heads up our Joplin office here. And I could go right around the room and I could tell you story after story of their life and the impact that they have had and the blessing that they are to GNPI. But each one of these nationals are working hard for you each and every day of the year. And not just them, but they are the directors over their entire teams. So we have over 110 people that are working on a daily basis within the GNPI network, and every single one of those people are working for you because of the support that you give to GNPI through that. But I wanna talk and, and, and mention three of the countries in particular that are represented by, by these directors. And you know our office has been praying for, for these three for several years for some different amount or different reasons that I wanna share with. But all of our teams are wonderful. They all need prayer, but three of them in particular, have been going through some, some really tough times. So let's, let's take just a look here at Ukraine. Many of you have been hearing, and even in the last few days, as uh, the president there from Ukraine, uh, they've been retaliating and, and starting to send missiles uh, back into Russia. But so far all of our team there has been safe from harm, but I could tell you several stories of Sergey who had an appointment to be at a specific place and that appointment got canceled. He was disgusted because he had worked so long to make this appointment to get it happen. But literally a few hours after that was canceled, he received word that a bomb blast had taken place right in the vicinity that he would have been going to. So far they've been spared, but several of our team members who have kids who are of fighting age, they're there on the front lines. And we heard just the other day that one of them had uh, escaped a blast there by, by minutes as well. So please help me pray for Sergei and their team as they continue. And yet they have not been slowed down. They have not been stifled. Sergei has continued to travel. They're continuing to reach out and have had great impact not only in Ukraine, but over into Russia as well. So we need to pray for Russia at at the same time for their their hearts to to change. The second country would be Myanmar. And there in Myanmar, they've been at war for over two years. Uh, Timothy and and his team there have come under fire, uh, but they're doing well. They're holding strong And we continue to get stories of trainings that Timothy is doing, even amongst the war. But it makes everything more challenging. It makes everything harder to go and do the work that they want to do. So please help us pray for our friends in Myanmar as well. And then the third place that I would like that you to specifically remember would be our team in India. India has been a, a hard place for, for many years. We were just chatting with Isaac earlier before the service started about India. And it's, it's a tough country, but especially if you're trying to do Christian work there. Because there's a lot of people that are Hindus that just really don't want Christianity to spread. So there have been a lot of false accusations that have been put against our team and other missionaries there, in the, especially in the little town of Damo but I know that all three of these teams would deeply appreciate your prayers. So if, if you could this week, as you think about it, help remember, and if you don't remember them by name, that's fine, God will, will remember who you're praying for, but please help to pray for our, our teams as well. So that's our teams, but let's take a little bit of a, of a look at some of the impact that has happened through GNPI last year. Because of your prayers and financial support, our teams, as we've talked about creating media and creating those productions, has completed 2,444 different pieces of Christ-centered media content. That's when, you, when you do the math and divide that up weekly or monthly, weekly or even daily, that's a pretty amazing. If you've ever done any video production, you, you will know that that is a, a, a tremendous number of, of media content. I'll explain a little bit later what constitutes these different pieces, but uh, those 2,444 productions have engaged close to 53 million people this past year alone in 2022. Many of these people have never heard about Jesus. Some of them have, but a lot of them have not. In 2022 alone, From our teams, the 110 people that I've been sharing with about, we can substantiate that there were over 1,207 baptisms, new brothers and sisters in Christ, because of the work of those within that team. So I I know when I think about those people, I don't just think of those as being people that were baptized because of someone else's work. I think of those people as being baptized because of your work, your support, the other churches and individuals that make what GNPI do, you are the ones who are making those baptisms possible. So while we may look at numbers of how many may have gone through our baptistry here behind me, we don't see these others, but to me, Part of that credit goes to you guys as well. So thank you for your continued support through that way, that that means. So GNPI, our productions about Jesus, uh, it's your impact, and we will continue to work, work hard for you in that regard. So what types of media does GNPI pr- produce? So the next slide here will show that they can be a 30 second video, uh, much like we have in the Philippines, seven days a week they put out devotional series to help encourage people while they're going about their daily routines. Many places in the world, as I'm sure Isaac can can attest to and Karen, people spend hours on a bus, in a matatu, in a jeepney, in some sort of public transportation getting to and from places. What are people doing? They're not chatting with each other. Their heads are down, and they're on their phones. And so if we can get messages like these 30-second devotionals in front of these people, we are seeing good impact through Asakapa and productions like that that are going on there in the Philippines. They could be three-minute worship songs produced in Mexico, or they can be 30-minute-long, full-featured short films that highlight the amazing story of how God has impacted lives and brought light and hope into a, a dark, dark world. Uh, some of you will know that uh, here a few weeks ago, we had a young man up here on stage that will possibly be coming. I've not heard any of the outcome from that, but maybe help us next semester during worship. His wife, Priscilla, happens to be one of our regional director's daughters. And Mexico does some fabulous work in creating uh, music videos that reach out into not only the churches to help them, but in the secular world as well. So we're, we're just blessed in many, many different ways and, and connections that, that we have. But let's let's go on to the next one, and I want to share with you the latest feature film that GNPI has produced in partnership with CIY. This short film tells the life story of my colleague and friend, Dennis Okof. His own father actually tried to have him killed because he had found Christ, came back to their village, and was trying to do what he had learned by making disciples, and it was not going well at all with his father. So let's take a minute and watch the trailer for Where the River Divides. So we're really excited about this film for several reasons. One, it will be shown at all of the CIY MOVE conferences this summer, so there's gonna be about 50 to 60,000 kids that will see this story. And we hope that the story will grip them and get their attention, and it will be followed up with questions such as these to the students. When your faith is being tested, what will you choose? I could ask all of us that same question. What would you choose if you were faced with someone like Dennis that you wanted to share, but you knew the consequences? Is there someone that you need to forgive? Do you need to ask forgiveness from someone that you may have hurt? So the students will be challenged with that and we hope and pray that it will be a great, impactful story for those students but where I see the real potential for this story is it's going to be launched and shown throughout several countries in Africa. And so many of the things that you will see and witness in this in this movie, if you get the opportunity to see this short film, are so real and so gripping to the people of those culture that we think the impact of this story will have ripple effects far beyond what we could ever hope to imagine. I'm gonna be talking to Brad and Jeff and and Jacob about possibly later this summer, that um, I may be able to get uh, the rights to bring that film in and maybe we can have a special showing right here just for you guys to be able to witness this story. Probably none of you will remember, but 12, and I don't remember exactly how long ago it was, but probably 14 or 15 years ago, Dennis, the man that you're seeing in this picture, his son had come to the USA to go uh, to, to go to college. He stayed with us for about six weeks, and his son David actually attended this congregation with Marla and I on several different occasions. So, the story impacts me, obviously, you can tell tell that, but I think you'd be blessed as well. So, we'll, we'll see if we can't maybe find a time uh, that, that we can show that with you as well. But just another example of a piece of media content that is all focused around Christ and his glory to be able to share with others. So from print to feature films, everything in between, the message or the methods are many, but the message that GNPI is always sharing is the good news of Jesus Christ. So let's let's a take a look at three different large global projects as we call them. And you guys may be familiar, if you've been around and heard much about GNPI at all, you may be familiar with these. But the first one is Amazing Stories. These are 20 animated stories made from our favorite Bible stories, specifically designed when it was written to reach out to the kids in the Middle East. We hired a team in Indonesia that did the original animation, and it's currently being trans. Uh, related over into nine different languages so that it can be used in other parts of the world as well. We have all 20 of these actually in English uh, on our website. From the website, it'll take you to Vimeo. You can download those. So if you have kids, grandkids, uh, or know of anyone who can use these Bible stories, they're really uniquely written in that you will understand the entire story, but it's told from a different perspective. I think you would enjoy them if you get a chance to take a look and and see what they're all about. But just a great, great piece of media to reach out for kids. Another project is the Global Gospel. This one you've heard about, we've been working on this for over 10 years, and it is a culmination of 107 short stories that tell all about the life of Christ. All of these images from these stories uh, are being hosted on a website called Free Bible Images. It's a, a group out of the United Kingdom. They came across, saw our videos, uh, got in contact with me and said, Hey, Tom, is these, these images are fabulous. Is there any way that we could put those on our website for people to use? And so absolutely, you know, whatever we do, whatever we work hard as we're creating content for you guys, We are giving away freely because we want to see the gospel advance. And this site alone last year sent images from their site, were downloaded by people looking for these materials to help teach in their country to literally every country in the world except one. Any guess on which country these images did not go into last year? North Korea, guess right off. They have certain things in, in place that help block things. That is the only country. But to think that media that you guys helped to produce through your partnership with GNPI went to literally every country in the world for people to use as they were teaching others is pretty phenomenal. And when I shared that fact a little earlier about the 100 or the... 1,207 people that were baptized, we have no idea the impact of people like I just mentioned that are using materials to teach others. We can't track that, but we trust that God knows that and that there are people definitely being, being impacted by that. And then solar kits. I've actually got one of the kits out on the table. Uh, if you want to come out there and ask, ask me about it later, I'd be more than happy to show you. The first one of these we put together, I think, was back in 1981. Dad can correct me if, if that's not correct. We've sent over 800s of, 800 of these kits to different places around the world over the last almost 40, 40 years. And so we continue to put these together. The, the, the tools or the actual technology has changed, but the principles the same. We use the power of the sun to charge a battery to be able to share the message of Jesus Christ. The message or the media that we use now is a little pico projector they're they're amazing little tools we can put a micro sd card in that projector and on an eight gig card i can put over 40 hours worth of video that can go out into the villages and the places that have limited electricity to be able to share god's message with them so solar kits are still great tools that are being used in several places around the world. It even made me think the other day of uh, like uh, Gregory and Rondi. We haven't, I don't think, we, ha- we have not provided a solar kit to them, but there are probably three or four other translation ministries who have requested these because when they translate scripture and they can sit down and everybody that is there looking and checking and making sure that everything has been translated just exactly, precisely, correctly, if they can use a a small projector like this, it makes it more efficient. So they're even being used by other people doing other things other than just showing videos in the villages, but used by certain people to help translate the scriptures as well. So it's just fabulous to be able to be a small part of ministries doing many, many other things. But not only do the finished productions impact people, but I could tell you a lot of stories of people who have been helping with production and their life has been impacted because they see what is being produced. And and I wanna share a couple of those with you, one from Thailand and one from India. The first one is The Memories. It was uh, uh, produced by our group in Thailand and it's a 30-minute drama of a lady uh, that had, had a story of redemption, and she was struggling with, with drugs. As she was hearing about Jesus Christ, she was being transformed and learning about God's love. During the production, the young actress that was playing this lady, uh, she had been hired by our team because of her abilities. She was not a believer, but she was touched by the story and by the way that our teammates were treating her and it impacted her life and she started asking questions. I don't know uh, where exactly it went from there, but her life was touched by the sermons that she was seeing by our people who were there and ministering to her as she was doing this job. And so the production of memories has impacted a life. Uh, Another example would be our team over in India. Uh, They are extremely uh, talented in being able to use Facebook to reach out to people and to deliver the good news. I shared a little bit, this has probably been a year and a half ago or so that I was asked to do a mission moment. And and it was during COVID and I, I shared a little bit about this story, but I wanna come back because it's an update to what you may have remembered me saying several years back. But when COVID hit and the world was stifled, our team helped a church get around, which was about a thousand people, move their weekly service online. It's called Hindi Church Online. They've now been doing this for three years. I think they'd only been doing it maybe, maybe a year or so when I reported before. But the average viewership every week, signing into Facebook to watch their Sunday morning message is 400,000 devices. You, you can go to many, many, many churches in the USA and you can see how many people had signed in to, to watch their service. 400,000 is an amazing, amazing number. And even as, as, as little as May 14th, I went, went back and looked at, at how many people tuned in on May 14th. 461,000 devices that had tuned in. We have no idea how many people are watching each device. Maybe just one, maybe 10 for all I know. But what we do surmise, or our team there surmises, is that a lot of the people that are signing in to watch that are not Christians. They're Hindus. And while they would never see them or allow themselves to be seen going into a church... Traditional church because of the persecution they might undergo. They can sit in the privacy of their own home They can tune into a church service that is in their language and they can learn about Jesus Christ And so our hope is that there is impact there. We probably will never hear about it But I trust that that it is there and that God is is working through through that so through you know all the stories told and all the projects I've mentioned I hope you have a better understanding about what GNPI does and what your partnership has accomplished through GNPI. But what about the future? Well, I'll take a few minutes and talk about some things coming up in the future of GNPI. We wanna continue to multiply, and I talked about the eight teams. We actually have 17 other teams that are producing video, but they don't have a regional center per se, but they are daily producing materials for for us through GMPI, and we are going to continue this through what we call Nomad Academy. We have done live nomad trainings in the past where we physically go somewhere, get 10, 15 people in a room and, and train them. We've actually done a, a, a sampling of that with uh, Isaac and Karen in Cambodia several years when uh, Miss Markham went there to do that. Last week alone, we had one going on in Thailand where they were actually doing a level two training after they trained the first time these teams have started proving themselves. We brought them back in again to give them more advanced training and that is is taking place. But the one thing that we learned during COVID is that travel may not always be possible. So how do we go where we can't go? Well, we use media online. And so we have created Nomad Academy, which is an online course where people can go and can go through the course and learn how to use their own cell phone to write the script. We teach them how to most impactfully tell the story, how they can shoot the video, how they can do the editing, and how they can put that straight to their social media to be able to share with people within their groups and their social media platforms. We currently have 55 people in different parts of the world signed up as students on Nomad Academy. And we have set a goal of having over 100 graduates by 2025 so you might pray for that as well you know we can try to get the people there but sometimes they they lack a little motivation so pray that people will follow through that they will go through the course and better than better than just finish the course to start using it so they can impact people in in their areas as well Uh, so the reason we want to have more media producers is not uh, as much to expand the GNPI network but to see more media producers sharing Jesus with more people. GNPI is starting an initiative over this next seven years to share one billion invitations to people to follow Jesus. Yeah, you heard right. We've set a goal of one billion touches, trying to engage people in the conversation to start them on a journey of discovery about Christ. It's a huge, huge vision and will only be possible if God wants it to succeed and with your help. So we need you to help us in this as well. We're calling it Mission 15. Well, how can you join this God-sized vision? You can pray, you can give, and you can share. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that. Pray 15. We're asking people to pray for 15 minutes. It's not too long. That can be 15 minutes a year. It can be 15 minutes a month, 15 minutes a week. Our hope is that you'll choose to pray 15 minutes a day, specifically for the lost, that as they see these invitations, that, they, that something will engage them and cause them to click to go to the next page where they will be able to see the full presentation of the gospel and how God can impact their, their lives. So you can pray for 15 You can give $15. Again, if you can give $15 a year, that's great. If you can give $15 a month, $15 a week, if you can give $15 a day, you probably got better finances than I do. But however you can do that, if you would like to join in that, we would love to have you a part of that. So pray, give, and then share. Sharing costs nothing but a little bit of time, maybe a little bit of boldness, But we're asking you to share about Mission 15 with your friends. Maybe they're Christian friends. Maybe they want to be a part of this initiative as well. So you can share with them, or you can share with people who do not know about Jesus Christ, which would be equally or or better yet, uh, because it would be a way that you could be a part of this by sharing with your non-Christian. So Mission 15, sharing Jesus with 1 billion, and we've set a goal of doing that, by the year 2030. Only when we work together can a big goal like Mission 15 be achieved. We set these goals, we set these dates, because as you probably know in your own personal life, when you set these before you, it gives you that to achieve. And so, you know, we don't know where we will go with this. We know God can reach far, far more than even the billion, but if you'll do the math, you will realize that to reach 1 billion people in seven years, we are going to have to touch people over f- close to 400,000 times every single day. So it's a huge, huge task, but we're committed to trying to do it. So I'm asking you to commit and, and to pray with us as, as we go about doing that. So it's a great, great goal that we would like to try to achieve together. But I've got another video coming up here that will recap the impact that I've shared with you over the last year. So, So let's take a look. So, thank you. That is your impact that you have done through GNPI alone. And we thank you very, very, very much for that. So, we've talked today about how we at GNPI focus on others. We know a lot of the programs that Fur Road puts together to reach out and focus on others. But, what is your plan? Do you guys have a specific plan or goal for your life in how you want to go out and reach others? Jacob, I think, before I was gone for the last five, five weeks or so, was challenging us about discipleship. What are we as an individual going to do? We need to be a part of the church. We need to be a part of global missions like we're talking about. But we also need to have some plans and goals for ourselves. If you don't have a plan, I would challenge you to start small. You can simply commit to just intentionally talking to one person about Jesus. So if you don't have a plan, commit to talk to one person about Jesus before you come back next week. You don't have to be a th- scholar. You don't have to be a theologian. You don't have to know every word in the Bible memorized uh, from front, frontwards and backwards. You just have to know that you love Christ, everybody needs Jesus, and just be bold enough to start a conversation with someone. So do it. It's simple. I have the confidence that if you commit to doing that, that God will give you the words. The reason I have that confidence goes back to the scripture that I read earlier about going into all the world and teaching and preaching and baptizing. Because the last part of that scripture says what? Depends on the version that you read. But verily or lo, I will be with you always. So if you're bold enough to start that conversation, God's already promised that he will be right there with you as you start those conversations with others. If you're here today and you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, don't wait. There's no better time than today. There's no better chance than what you have right here today. So I'll ask you to be bold as well. As we get ready to sing here in a little bit, come forward. There'll be Jacob, there'll be the elders. Other people will come up here and visit with you, but don't put off today or don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. So thank you for allowing me to come and share today Really appreciate you guys, appreciate your, your support of our families, the support of GNPI, and just everything that you do for missions as a whole. And I really look forward to hearing our other missionaries speak throughout the rest of this month. So don't miss it. Come back and be a part of a great congregation here at Fur Road. Thank you.